Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. How are we? Good, good, good. Great, great, great. Wow. What's not to love? uh... I've got your two faces in front of me. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You know, no matter how dark and despairing a day at work can be, you know it's going to be okay when you get to come home and look at us and talk about crime. <laughs> I yes. must say there's a, um, it's quite funny and, and our listeners might not be able to see this, we definitely won't be able to see it, but because um, we're all po- podcasting from different locations, um, I'm looking at Schmidty and Carla and Schmidty is in a dressing gown and Carla <laughs> is in workout. like workout yeah. gear, yeah, active wear. Um, active it's just wear. very different. So, yeah, it's a bit of a laugh. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. And what are you wearing, gentlemen? Mm. Oh, just a T-shirt <laughs> and tracksuit. Nothing, just the usual. <laughs> <laughs> Naked from the waist very, down. Yeah, I was very disappointed. I um, reviewed the footage of my birthday Zoom that I did, I think, two years ago in lockdown and yes. Paul and Stuart joined us and, and at one point they go out into the spa and, and in the spa they say, oh, can you see the Southern Cross? And they stand up, turn around and moon everyone on the camera. Oh. And it was done on purpose. <laughs> but, and I, so I was like, that's really funny. I don't know if they realised that I was recording. Anyway, the other day I thought that would be a funny Patreon clip if I could find it. And it's like Zoom had actually censored it for you. Yeah. Really? So when, yeah, so when you stood up to do that, what was happening is when people reacted to it and laughed, the, ca- the, the camera went to them because they made a noise. So it just cuts away from you in the perfect time and it's gone to other people going, oh, you know, like laughing because they're seeing your bottom. But we don't actually get to see your bottom. I still remember it. It's seared into the back of my retina, yeah, so yeah, I know what yeah. that looked like. Uh, but I was a bit disappointed that I didn't have the video evidence of it, but never mind. Still was quite funny. All right, so what are we drinking? It's a very good question. Stuart was in charge of these ones. So it's the same as um, last week when we spoke. It's a a beautiful indigo vineyard viognier. Beautiful. And Carla? Swanee? I'm having the classic soda water mixer without the mix. So it would just be a (laughs) soda water water for me. Oh well, I'm I'm on a similar vein. There must be somebody who listens to this who is teetotal and thinks, oh well, at least I can identify that. Not that I am, to be clear. No, no, we know. But you know, I I I do feel like I bring it down a level, don't I? I feel like there's a no. um a very disappointed double shot of vodka that is uh, crying in the corner at the moment, I'm wanting for its mix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even like a little dash of lime would be probably a, a, an improvement. Anyway, it was I grabbed it in a hurry, so it could come upstairs with me. Yeah, look, um, you don't do the wine, but you definitely do the trial and you definitely do the crime. So, you know, you're fine. It's okay. I still, I'm still, i still past muster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, um, Schmidty? I am drinking a gin and tonic. <gasps> pink... Your drink looks good. It looks very yeah. civilised in that glass. It, it is. very nice, your garnish. We've talked about it before. It's a very large glass. It's a Spanish gin glass that I drink my gin from, of course. Ah. And, the, and I don't know why, but they're massive, but you don't need more than two and i am having it's actually sorry i lied it's not gin and tonic it's gin and soda because i actually prefer my gin with just straight soda water so like you carla 
with mm. my own kefir limes grown from my tree in the garden. And it's a pink gin and it's very nice. Lovely. That's me. Oh, looks good. I suppose just in case someone's joined us and this is the first time they've ever heard of us, we should probably introduce <laughs> ourselves. I'm Schmitty. I'm Swanee. And I'm Clarky. And together we are Trial, Trial by, by Wine. Wine. Beautiful. I was um, after the disaster of last episode, I was nearly going to introduce myself as Melissa then. <laughs> yes, well, Melissa, you know, you, you want to think about that. Who is that Michelle anyway? You've never heard of her. That's all right, Gary. Yeah, Gary will be fine. Basically, inventing. I think that's a very good segue into uh, perhaps introducing my story. Okay, today. go for it. Because <gasps> I do have one, and it is laughable that I have chosen this story because I am going to struggle with it. Jeez, I hope so. So much <laughs> in terms of names, it is. Fantastic. Ridiculous. But if you do a story that has lots of aliases, I think that's bound to happen. Shall I kick off? Please do. Go for it. Okay, so my sources are, um, well, it's a story out of the US. Surprise, surprise. I tend to sort of try and stay away from home, to be honest. Uh, and I've used ABC7 News. I've used Murderpedia, which, of course, gives some, some of it away, doesn't it? I've used 2020 ABC Report. Uh, the US ABC, not Australian, uh, Wikipedia, and there was also, I I don't know if it's called a podcast, I don't know what it is, but a little video thing, a little piece to camera was by a doctor called Dr. Todd Grand, or Grande, I don't know how to pronounce it, I don't know how he, whether he's, well, he's not French, he's American, but I don't know how to pronounce his surname. And then I've also taken a little snippet out of a novel, which I think was based on this story, which again is called Cold-Blooded, and it was on the New York Times bestseller list, so... There you go. So that's what said. No Lad Bible. No Smithsonian Institute. Who are you? I did look for Lad Bible, but they weren't interested. You've so changed. You <laughs> I, no, I, you looked. No. You looked. Oh, no, it's important. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you had a crack. It's fine. It, now, normally that would have been enough to oh. discount the story if it didn't have, <laughs> you know, things are changing. The world is a different place than it was 20-odd weeks ago. Absolutely. It changes every couple of months, though, isn't it? Okay, so... The complexity to this story is who to focus on. Whether you and that's the hard part. You know, often we go in and we, we introduce a character because it's about them. But in doing that, it, there's a couple of people that need to be introduced and I don't know if they would get sort of probably equal billing in terms of um, the credits on a film. So I've chosen to start with a gentleman and his name is Larry McNabney. How many times oh am I going to get that wrong? It'll be Gary before... McNabney is hard enough, but Larry, you know I'm going to call him Gary before we get much further. Can you say Larry McNabney three times fast? I will try because I should do that just for my own brain Bit of power. vocal work. Larry McNabney. Larry McNabney. Larry McNabney. Oh, well done. That is good. Theophilus Thistlewaite, the unsuccessful thistle sifter, thrust 3,000 thistles through the thick of his thumb while sifting a sieve of unsifted thistles. There you go. You can try that to oh! warm you up next time. Wow. Fuck that. <laughs> I, wonder, I, I don't... I wonder if I could say that, but I wouldn't be able to. It's the I just can't get the names right. Larry <laughs> McNabney. Larry McNabney. Gary Ellen yeah. Page. Gary McNabney. Oh. <laughs> Melissa Elaine Carter. Page. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> anyway, Larry McNabney. So we're going to start our story in the mid nineties, and we're in Nevada, and I think specifically we're in Reno to start hey. with, and old mate Larry at the time, is in his mid-40s and he's a successful attorney. He and 
One of his mates who he had graduated with in 1974 from law school, they'd, they'd been through the public defender's office together. They'd started a law practice together. And by all accounts, I think life was pretty good. He was uh, very popular and very good at what he did. And um, I've seen colleagues of his interviewed and they spoke very highly of him and said that he loved what he did. He also loved the spotlight that came with being so good at his job. And he used to say, you know, no publicity is bad publicity. He was always trying to get new clients and to, for the word of mouth to be out there about how, how good he was and, and how good their practice was. And, and around this time, he was also looking at ways that he could perhaps promote the practice. So he even sort of looked into advertising. And That's clever. There are actually ads online for the Larry McNabney law offices where he's dressed as a cowboy on a horse uh, to promote, you know, the practice. So he really was a big figure and he, he had a big profile. People knew who he was. He wanted people to know more about who he was because it was all good for business, right? And he was very proud of what he did and that will give you sort of some idea as to the type of person he was. Having said that, he used to sometimes disappear for, you know, a, a periods of time, whether it be a week or two weeks, but whenever he'd come back, he would be totally on his game and even better than he was before. But as time went by, it was kind of like an open secret that perhaps he was struggling with some form of probably alcoholism or addiction and they just thought he would go off on a bender for a while. And he seemed to do that separate to what was going on in his life. He would go away and he would return. I wonder if he did trials by wine. Perhaps back to back, you think? He could just, I reckon he could just turn up to court with wine in his coffee mug and just sit there and do what we do, except actually professionally and with some knowledge of the law. So um, nothing like what we do then. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. High function, yes. <laughs> yes. I've sort of set the scene. We're in Reno, Nevada. He, I think he's been married. Now, this is a little bit of a point of contention because I, I, I've heard it somewhere and I've read somewhere conflicting safe to say he's been married a number of times and he has children with at least two ex-wives at this point. So uh, I think there were four children from two separate wives at this point and there's there's no talk of the ex-wives. I can't find anything that sort of speaks to them or them being interviewed or anything. So you'll just, I'm afraid, have to take my word for that. But they're kind of in the background and they're not pivotal to the story. But at this point he does actually go, I don't know, but a little bit, loco for a while he has a new girlfriend who's an artist and she and he go and live within again I she used the word cult but I don't think it was a cult I think it was more like a sort of a hippie commune kind of thing and he takes some time out and she says that when he was there he he was able to totally embrace that he was relaxed he was in good place he wasn't drinking and that was a beautiful time in his life and he had this lovely relationship with this woman however he he started to get a bit itchy and then he wanted to be bigger and better than before so what he decides to do is actually open a practice in las vegas so you have in nevada you've got reno and las vegas and he's got practices mm. now in both locations both gambling capitals of america and as she said vegas was probably a, not a great recipe mm. with larry and um vegas together and certainly his uh his, his issue with alcohol yeah anyway mm. so off he goes so he's down in vegas and at that point, he advertises uh, for a position in his law firm, and it's for office manager. And it's at this point we are introduced to another main character in our story, and her name. <laughs> her name is, and I won't have to say this very often because it, she changes it quite quickly. Is Alyssa Redelsberger? 
No, that's not right. That's not even. Let's it. go like, with they that. It's Alyssa Reddle. No, well, I got it right. Reddle's Burger. Oh. As long as it wasn't no, like no Alyssa Anthony. Spager, Spager, there's no B. Let's call her Alyssa. But anyway, that's a real mouthful of a surname, don't you reckon? Mm-hmm. Reddle Spurger. Yeah. Anyway, so that's when she interviews with Larry. Does it come with chips? <laughs> you'd think so. <laughs> so Alyssa is interviewed by Larry McNabney and she gets the gig. So she's his office manager and what she's is there to do is she actually settles some of the large, larger pieces of business for them and I think she's very good at what she does. So she takes this job and by all accounts he's pretty enamoured with her. I think she's very good at what she does. People like her. She's an attractive young woman in her late 20s at the time and business is wonderful and then all of a sudden at the back end of 95 and remember, actually I don't know if I mentioned this, they only met in the, earlier in 1995, the Nevada State Bar investigates uh, the Vegas office and finds that Alyssa has, and I will put this word in, already embezzled $140,000 from clients. Wow. Now, what I find difficult to get my head around here is there's no there's no suggestion that anything happens other than they close the office oh, and move. Oh, yeah, right. You mean so she doesn't I'm, get prosecuted or anything? No, you feel like this would be the part of the story where we go to court. No, there's, there's nothing. This isn't... What happens then in the story, in every source that I found, this is where they go, okay, then, well, what we'll do is we'll close Reno and Nevada, oh, sorry, Reno and Las Vegas office in Nevada down and we will move. And they move together <laughs> to Sacramento, which is the capital of California, and they set up a law practice there together. Did you say the, so, did you say the capital? To, together. Did you say the capital of California? Yeah. Is that what Sacramento is? Yeah. God, you teach me some shit. That's all right. I've, I've been on Google Maps this morning because it turns out some of the places that are in this, um, <laughs> not that I knew it by name, but I, after I was thinking about it geographically, I thought, I think I've been to some of these places and it turns out that I have. And it, there aren't many people that I'd know, certainly in, in any part of my life, that would have been to this place. But anyway, we'll get to that. There's a funny story involved. So he did he think, did he believe that she had embezzled money from clients or did he think that? It wasn't true. Like he seems to have Do you just know what? said, well, it's, just it's, shut not even part, my "It's not even part." of the biggest story. Or was he it's not part even really of the embezzlement? Part of the story. It's unbelievable. Scam. Doesn't even matter. Po- okay. Doesn't even. This is what I find. Right. This this could be a story, right? You'd think we'd get to this point. Yeah. This is not even the story. This okay. is not even the story. He probably this got half the, the money. Well, that I just find it absolutely unbelievable mm. because again. When we, I don't know if it's growing up in Australia or whatever else, you have this idea of somebody who's in law having this sort of like these character traits, which would suggest that, well, you know, you have to work inside the law. When that's happening within a practice, I don't understand why that isn't the story. Mm. Do you know what? Everywhere I read and I go, oh, okay. And then they they just up sticks and left and set up somewhere else. How are you allowed to do that? But in another state in America, isn't that different? Because. Well, clearly. Yeah. We'd be, I mean, we'd be a I mean, bit I can't like that. <laughs> We're not, our states don't talk very well to each other. They didn't change their names. They just, they moved. And, and embezzled in Sacramento. I find that hard. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, not exactly. But anyway, so it's at this point, they, as I said, they set up office in Sacramento. And it's this point that Alyssa becomes Larry McNabney's fifth wife. So I've read <gasps> that. So there must have been four before and I think two he's had children with. But again, I cannot qualify that they except totally from what I've heard. They were totally embezzling together. It does seem rather oh, um, convenient. Yeah, doesn't I'm going to take over the fact of the story at the moment and just say that's what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though because he didn't need to. No. 
So what do we her. know about Alyssa? Invest from what money from his clients. Oh well, it's greed. That's the yeah. he didn't he didn't need to. He no, had enough. He was, it's, he was doing well from what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what greed. You know, well respected. I, I don't think any of this ever happened before. The, the magic P turned up. But anyway, there we go. The magic P? I think she must have a bit of like, she magic mu- pussy. She, well, I don't oh. know that, but she must have. I don't understand at this point in the story why he wouldn't have run a million miles and just gone. So she this is, is a story. This is bad for me. Yeah. Yeah. This is a story about murder because you had Murderpedia as your reference. And if we're talking about magic pussy, he must have killed someone for her. Dun, dun, wow. dun. <laughs> No, ah, you are incorrect. Damn it. In all so. of our stories, does the person who has the magic <laughs> pussy usually get murdered? No. No. No, they, ma- no. no, they get someone to murder for them. That's what I'm saying. He must have uh, murdered okay. someone Or maybe. Yeah, maybe. I feel like them. magic pussy's a clue, but anyway. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, so we're thinking we on different oh. lines, but oh. okay, we'll move on. Sorry, Carla. So this early <laughs> stage in the story. every episode all we say is, Sorry, Schmitty. Sorry, Clark. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry Schmitty. We well, digress. You know editing sorry, listeners. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> so what do we know about Alyssa? Like, we know that uh, all that of a sudden she's She just... likes burgers and she comes with chips. Well, I don't even think that's accurate. God. So what we do know is that prior to being in Las Vegas, she'd come from Florida and she arrived in Florida with her daughter who was probably under 10 at the time, and her name is, someone is Haley. Because she's a mini H-A-Y-L-E-I. Yeah. L-E-I? Haley. Haley. H-A-Y-L-E-I. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that, I think people would say, when they go, oh, isn't that pretty spelling? It's like Haley. It's like, I could. And you go, yes, but why? Why would you think that you'd need to have pretty spelling? Haley. Why Haley, are you in the class? Haley. Because L-E-I hey. is more... Lay, well, lay. Yes, yeah. That's horrible. Hey, lay. Hey, lay. Hey, lay. It's pretty spelling. Hey, lay. It's pretty... But you know what I mean by pretty spelling, don't you, Schmitty? I, I saw that do look know what on you your face. by yeah. pretty spelling. It's unnecessarily <laughs> stupid spelling, but I'm going to be yes. moderately oh, polite God. about it whilst Ooh. with a veiled insult. That's pretty yes. spelling. I, um, it reminds me of that, like Kath and Kim, is it Ebony Ray? E- Ebony, Ebony Ray. Ebony Ray, Ray. Yes. Ebony, Ebony Ray. Ooh, so pretty spelling. I once worked with a girl and we were talking about, we used to talk about a whole lot of things that annoyed us and one day I went into her office and I said, oh, my God, people who spell their kids' names <laughs> incorrectly to make it some kind of classy thing is just so fucking annoying. And she, and she goes, do you mean like spelling your kid's name T-A-Y-L-A-H because her daughter's name was Taylor? I'm like, <gasps> I just had to walk yes, out. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I mean. That's, See ya. That's where you need you to went, front well, That's pretty it. spelling. That's yeah. where you have spelling. to front up, yeah. Clark, and you say, yes, that's exactly what I mean. Yes. Well, she How knew. How could you do that? Her face, though, was already horrified, so I just needed to leave <laughs> and My point was made. Yeah. Goodness. That's how to make friends and influence people. That's another day in the life of Clarkie where you (laughs) open your mouth and offend everyone. Good chat. So, oh, that's right. There's a story going on. Tell us again. Alyssa and her daughter, Halo, have arrived from Florida uh, where she has left her second husband, I think, (laughs) who is the father of. Haley. That's eight between <laughs> but them. But she had been married before and she has a son, an older son called Cole Wilson, 
And to the best of my knowledge, I don't believe she has anything to do with Cole at all. He just existed. Um, she and made she him. just was, she left him with his dad. Where does Wilson yeah, come from? She made him and said, off you go. Hayley's not Wilson, is she? No, first husband. She's yeah. had first husband. Yeah. Well, or, she's had at least, or, or partner. Or partner, yeah. She's, she's been had, with a few different people. She's yeah. been around. Yeah. That, that that pussy's been spreading oh its magic. Not as, not as much as his has. He's up to five. True, true. Sometimes you know. I just wonder where people find the time. Where do you find the time to be money. married, go through divorces, have children, run a law practice and get up to wife number five but by he, the time you're 40, mm. mid-40s? That is a busy old life. I don't yeah. know if I've yeah. cut out for it. Yeah. You know, and you know, full full credit to them. That you know, some commitment. Well, I'm too it. lazy. It's not that I'm I am. Yeah, I'm just too lazy. <laughs> also, at what point do you go, this bloke says until death do us part? But <laughs> honestly, like if I'm number five, I'm not gonna believe that. Yeah. Unless they're all dead, in which case six. Here we if have number six you might, because then you could be like a... The sixth wife of Henry VIII, who actually outlived him in the end. I'm oh. Henry VIII. I am. I am. I, one of the things I do find interesting is, I, if you'd been married, like I, I'm currently married. <laughs> I've never been married, right? <laughs> I'm currently We're married. We're married. Right? We, and yeah. my, yes, you're married. And my husband and I joke about the fact that, well, we joke, but I think we're serious. I don't think we'd ever do it again. I think it is hard work, and whilst there are lots of you know wonderful aspects to it, it's. It's no walk in the park. So when people are up to numbers four, five, six, so, I think, did you have wonderful ones that you thought, oh, let's go and give it another shot? Are you talking about weddings? I don't think we'd ever get married. Are you talking about no marriages? Married? married. I don't hard. think I'd ever. I don't think I would ever. Yeah. I would, don't think I'd entertain it again. Yeah. It's not something that I would think is a great idea. I wouldn't think. Oh, I jump into it again. Jump into it again. And like by the time you get to these numbers, I think, wow. I think people's perception and ideas of marriages and how long they're going to last and what they're putting into them. I mean, clearly, if you're coming in and out of them and you're up to number five, mm. we're just talking. You, you've you've gone in with, I think maybe it's not necessarily different expectations, but you're certainly putting a different a different level of commitment into it. True. Let's say, or certainly one of the partners is. And weddings aren't because, cheap. No. No, but even if they did the wedding on the cheap, right? Yeah. They were in Reno. But also number well, five. Could, yes. Like. Oh no, they weren't. They're in Sacramento when they got married. Oh no, originally though he was in Reno, so. Oh, yes. It oh, was correct. burning through right. the divorces yeah. real easy. Yeah. Very Reno. easy there, yeah. yeah. Drive-through yeah. weddings. But aren't they drive-through? <laughs> and divorces, yeah. But at what point do you go, I know myself, I've tried this time and time again, it doesn't work, but I'll do it again anyway. That's magic pussy maybe. Yeah, because it's about <laughs> the woman. It's always the woman's fault. So I've got a new woman. She's oh. better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I And su- she I'm wants to get married. Unless they're gold digging. Yeah, and... Well, I think the also she was younger, yeah. Of course, they're yep. gold digging, hundred percent. Of course, they're gold digging. <laughs> <laughs> this, one is, this one is for sure. Uh, but goodness. yeah, like she's younger, she rocks up, she's got the MP going, and he's just <laughs> like, you. "I'll marry her just to um, make sure I can hang on to her." My mummy was an embezzler. My grandmummy was an embezzler. <laughs> My great grandmummy was an embezzler. It's another succession, yeah. Oh, goodness me. Sorry. Back to Cole. Right, so All we, right, so they're in Sacramento, right. living it up. Yes, but we, we were talking about what do we know at this point about Alyssa, who has come from Florida. So we know she's got a daughter, Hayley. She's left her son, Cole. And what I do know is that she had been a cheerleader. She was an excellent student at Hernando High School. She had an exceptional IQ of 140. But despite her intelligence, she dropped out of high school 
had two children with two different fathers and had started stealing. Oh, good for her. She was arrested. Break but, that but listen, she was arrested for stealing a L'Oreal hair colour kit from a Woolworths in Tampa, Florida. Sounds like Winona Ryder. Doesn't sound like, like a psychopath. You but... don't need to steal something like that. when, Like Winona Ryder yeah. is a kleptomaniac and so she steals stuff when she doesn't need to. This girl, if you're going yeah. to steal stuff, that's not going to change your life unless you get caught. No, absolutely. After being released on that charge, she violated her probation by illegally using a credit card. She then went on to cut off her ankle monitor and she had headed to Las Vegas with Haley. Screw Hayley. you, coppers. I'm out of here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so nothing. At that point, there's nothing terribly bad that's happened. But She's you know, a bit bold, though. She's in she's yeah, but I think she's in genius. Oh, look, get me, don't get me wrong. She's if someone okay. came into our lives and they'd done that, I think we'd go, oh, wide berth. Mm-hmm. But given all the stories that we've done on <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Trial by Wine, there's a few red flags there, but... Maybe we wouldn't. We've seen worse. Like before now we started we'd be like, this oh, back in October yeah. or whenever we started last yeah. year going, August. we've got nothing else to do, let's do a podcast. Prior to that, maybe we would have let oh, is she interesting? And she's got a pretty a pretty Ooh. spelled name. And uh, yeah, this, it's pretty spelling. We just we would have maybe been much more naive. Now we're hardened and we're, we, we see criminals everywhere. We know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. Sorry, Swanny. No worries. No, no worries at all. So she does sound like a bit of a psychopath. We might just nut punch them and then move on as friends. Mm. (laughs) But what's very interesting is she really does not present as somebody who's necessarily had a criminal background or a psychopath. What she's starting to present is psychopaths. Yes, because psychopaths don't present like psychopaths. psychopaths, That's right. (laughs) When she um, when she interviewed, I think even in Las Vegas, she presents and the word I love this word. The word classy keeps coming up. Brilliant. So no one's saying she's posh, but she's very she's a very classy lady. And what's wonderful is, you know, if you're looking at photos from the 90s, <laughs> she just looks like a really well-presented American woman. Do you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. she's got a tidy body, she's got her hair coloured and done, she's got beautiful teeth, she's, you know, classy slim and smartly she's classy. classy. She's classy. She's classy. And it's one of those things where you just look at someone, I say, do I look at her and I think, do I think she's attractive? And I don't think... No, I don't think she's attractive, but I can see why her she's her an attractive overall package. image. Yeah. Package, yeah, yeah, but, um, but exactly. the magic also, that think... comes from her pussy is quite uh, appealing. <laughs> it's quite classy. Um, I think we, you and I, particularly Swanee, might have a different idea about what, what classy, classy is too. When we talk about really classy people, we're probably talking about old money, incredible. Old properties and uh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. She's not, she's like not that. from Bridgerton. Yeah. Anyway, even though that's no, not real. She's not like that. She's just what I think, you know, middle America would she's see. She's just nicely as presented. Someone who looks well, well yeah. put together, very well spoken. Clearly, she's, you know, when I say she's educated, she was she's a bright us. woman. So she would be able to present, <laughs> she could present herself very nicely. Yeah. So in, in the sort of years in Sacramento uh, after they'd set up the law firm, Life was great. They were having a fabulous time and they had what I would call a, a very, very classy. They had this this lifestyle that was built around dining out, beautiful clothes, shopping, but they had an interest and their interest was actually horses. Mm. And everybody knows it's a bit like skiing and sailing. Horses are very expensive. That's true. And where they, what they got into, it was actually him. And it, remember I mentioned before how he had uh, been dressed mm-hmm. up as a cowboy? So I think that love of, you know, this sort of equestrian connection goes way back. And they actually started going to horse shows and they had horses that they would 
I was going to say present, but I guess the word is show. And he would take the horse out like at a dog show, but they do it with horses. Mm. And again, I had to look this up because they kept referencing. Well, do you mean like dressage? No, not quite. I, more like show I, I don't know what they did with them. They seemed to be just like show dogs, like just walk oh, out there. So and this like is what it looks like Royal Melbourne Agricultural Show, and people walk a cow around the yeah, stadium. Yeah. Maybe. Well, really? I, I don't. Well, I, I haven't seen enough to suggest otherwise. It felt, I don't know that they were, I don't, I'm not saying that they didn't ride, but it was, they weren't going and doing dressage what, and polo? You know, that's not what they were doing. No? Nope. They were, they had a beautiful, you know, um, horse truck and they had all beautiful things. Were they a stud, were they running studs? No, I don't even think they had that, but they would, you know, they had their horse at a beautiful stable. So like, like a that. dog so breeder. All the stuff that. Like when you take, it, like mm, you say, like maybe. you take a, a, your breed dog to a show and they get medals. Correct, oh, okay. and it's all about the the the, the breed lions, and you know the, the champion yep, yep, horse. That, Correct, yeah. that's what I think it is because they kept talking about a quarter horse, and I kept thinking that sounds really dumpy. <laughs> quarter is like small, but I, I looked horse. it up and I think it's actually yeah, it's only a little an American small quarter horse, horse. Yeah. a quarter of a size of a normal <laughs> yes. horse. No, it's something about the distance they run. Well, that's or what something. I would have thought. It is. Yeah. It's actually that over short a short distance. distance they're awesome. very oh, fast. Because lambs have four so quarters. So when I looked. I thinking, oh, no, someone's I made a stew yesterday yeah, out of the four yeah. quarters of a lamb. Yeah. That's where Yum. I went. But I was sort no, of thinking, well, that doesn't sound very glamorous. glamorous. Or something. Yeah. Yes, you're right. So I actually think it is, like, the horses look beautiful. When I looked at the type of horse it was, it looked like a horse that you'd see. On page three. You know, running around. It, they're, they're not little short, no, no, dinky. No, no. Oh, it's it's, it's like, not that's a pony. Work. It's not a, it's not a, a little <laughs> no, miniature. Not a little shetland pony. <laughs> Quarter of a side <laughs> of a normal horse. No, I think, like, so if you think about, like, you've got Clydesdales that are, yes. or draft horses, yeah, yeah, and then yep. you've got yes. um, race horses, and then you've got, like, there obviously there are lots I'm not a horse person, but they're obviously hung different. Like horses. horses for courses. Oh my god, you get it? <laughs> yeah, hung like horses. Um, so obviously different horses for courses, and the quarter must fit in there somewhere. The short course. In terms of <laughs> public appearances, they look like a really happy couple. And I think they are. I think that they probably drink a bit, and I think they certainly spend a lot of money. And she's forever, you know, into the office grabbing some more money. Like he seems pretty comfortable with that. She she's got a pretty good life. You know, everyone says they see her around shopping all the time. She's always beautifully dressed. The people at the um, horse shows like to see them because they're nice people. Um, and again, well respected. And she seems to be quite gregarious, and everybody quite likes her because when she speaks to them, apparently she's well spoken um, and she's interested in people and people warm to her. So. There are no red flags from anyone sort of out in that land because everyone's happy and rich and, you know, doing their thing. How long have they been together at this point? I would say they met in 95, got married in 96. This is the late 90s uh, now, heading towards 2000. Okay. We all know that love in the 90s is paranoid, (laughs) in the words of Blair. (laughs) Oh, see, you had to give me that quote. I didn't know that. I don't know what I was laughing at. I I heard you laugh and thought I better clarify. (laughs) I like it wasn't. Ha, ha, ha. It wasn't pop culture. I, I, I was thinking of something like reality bites or something, and I thought, oh, fuck. And I, then I actually thought, oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm laughing. I better declare that because I hate. I hate it when my mum does that when she laughs because she didn't hear what I said, yeah. and she, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll say, no, I didn't say that, and then she'll be like, uh-huh. and I said, you didn't hear that again, did you? Like, oh. so I thought I did. <laughs> I definitely oh, did one of those. I was like, I need to declare that I just laughed at something I didn't truly but you understand. Also didn't go, ha ha. You went ha 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 yeah. like that. It was quite, quite a distinct <laughs> laugh. 
Title yeah. fake also, laugh. Not, not an sorry, amused Clarkie. laugh. It was like, a forced uh-huh. laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving right on. <laughs> so I think we've set the scene. We know what's happening. It seems pretty good. And the office is doing great business. And it's at that time they hire a new office secretary. And she's a young girl called Sarah Dutra. Dutra? Dutra? Douchebag. D-U-T-R-A-G. Yeah, same thing. Thinking the same thing. Sarah Dutra? Yeah. Kama Sutra? No, I think Dutra will go with. I like that. I like Kama Sutra. Dutra, yeah, Yeah. that's where it comes from. (laughs) 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 I still don't get what you mean, (laughs) Stuart. I don't know what you mean. Sorry, I'm being terrible. So Sarah arrives at the office and she's, you know, Again, she's this little pretty, what I would call like it's sort of like American package mm. where they've got their hair done, their nails, and whatever. She, so she ends up becoming great pals with um, Alyssa. And so Alyssa at this point is probably, you know, about 30, I think. And Sarah is only 21. So there's right. this sort of like, oh, my God, she's sort of looking up to Alyssa who, you know, the classy lady who's married to the boss, the, yeah. boss, uh, the law firm. And they start hanging out together a lot. And this is when Hayley, Hayley, starts going a bit jealous because mummy's certainly choosing to be with. Oh, poor Hayley. Sorry. We, we're doing oh, a lot yeah. of very rude gesticulating. There's a little bit of. throwing yes, Swanee off of... her story. Sorry, Swanee. Yes, we were inferring That's that maybe right. some liquor action was happening here. But um, some ma- some, maybe some... not. A double magic, double, double something. MPs. I don't know. Scissoring. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you, scissoring. Yeah, there was oh. a scissors sisters. <laughs> yes. Ah, there you go. Scissors sisters. Well, I don't know if that's correct. It no, doesn't I need were, to be. We were, we were making <laughs> that up. That's we irrelevant. Were, we were, there was <laughs> no. Nothing you said that's but I thought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would have thought I thought that was where we were headed with the story. Don't I don't know. Facts get in the way of a good podcast. Correct. Or a bad or a bad one. That's true. But but there's nothing to. There's nothing to suggest that... That um, they were scissoring. That they were scissors or sisters. Just good friends. <laughs> so little baby Sarah has arrived at the office and all of a sudden Mummy and Dutra. Karma Sutra. Um, Karma Sutra. Just call her Karma for short. Karma, yes. So these lovely ladies, they're spending a hell of a lot of time together. And, it, and it's one of those things, you know when you, you watch it, um, I don't know, it just feels like any time I watch an American, you know, a, not really documentary, but these news style programs where they're giving you a story or something. And it's like they, they always have the scene of women shopping together yes. and lunching. It's like there was lots of lunching and shopping and spending money and having a wow know, wearing time, matching clothes. No yeah. cat fights or anything? Because that's what gal pals love yeah. to do. I'll tell you what, if Let's I could afford it, I'd go shopping. Probably once every six months. Maybe, maybe, maybe you and I did that in Rome. Is that what we were doing? Gal paling when we were, you know, buying your coat and I think you're buying baby maybe, for that. Maybe that we gal were gal paling, but I really think that we were gal paling when we were at three o'clock in the morning following <laughs> the recommendation of some waiter and ending up in that strange English pub where they served. I can't remember what we're drinking. Lemon, Lemon juice, yeah, and rum. Mostly rum. Oh no, they were, these were lethal. These drinks, snake and bites. Then the, remember, and then we they 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 walked us home. Oh, Colonia Pippa. Yes. That was the night of the Colonia Pippa boring, boring wanker. Boring huh? wanker. Yep. boring wanker. E italiana. It was the question I asked this um, <laughs> later. And he's like, what's a wanker? So I had to gesticulate a wanker, and he's like, oh, Colonia <laughs> Pippa. So we learned a little bit that day. I reckon we were gal-palling. That's the only, only Italian we were I remember. Colone Pippa. 
Apologies if that means something else. That's what he told us. So if this stays in, apologies if I just said something really rude. So gal palling's happening and I don't really know what's going on with Larry. We don't know. Is Larry on the booze? Possibly. He's having a good time though. They're having a few more fights. Stupid the magic pussy. It could be on the lay. Not the hay lay. Yes, exactly. (laughs) She's a baby. She's tiny. 21. No, they don't have a good relationship. And uh, quite often she's not there. And mummy sends her away. So her mum sends her and says, I banish you to outside of Sacramento. (laughs) They never really involved Hayley in any of the reindeer games, horse events, the reindeer games. And then what's her name? Kama Sutra, Sarah Dutra, started getting invited to the... <laughs> oh, no wonder Hayley is upset. the horse shows. She's totally yeah. left out of everything. Oh, look, I don't, I'm not sure that... Poor um, Hayley. Join the I don't know that going to win Mother of the Year. <laughs> poor Hayley. Oh, poor little Hayley. Special spelling. So Hayley actually gets shipped off to work in <gasps> a horse... Maybe it was a horse, not a horse actually, house. in Maine. So... There is sort of Sacramento's got a horse and I'll house. Come back in to it. some. <laughs> I won't say what I know. I, I'll, I'll leave a little school. bit to the end. But Haley was not a massive fan of Larry. They didn't have a great relationship. Uh, it wasn't like he was super stepdad or anything like that. I think that they didn't spend a lot of time even together or whatever else. And there's not much more to it than that. But she was aware that he was a bit of a drinker, and so a lot of the time she just wasn't yep. around. So she either was, and Mum was ignoring her, or Mum was shipping her off somewhere else. And she didn't. She wasn't a massive fan of Larry either. The years go by, and now we are in late. 2001 and they've continued going to all of these horse shows and that's a big part particularly of Larry's life and they're part of that that scene but now there's the three of them so it's not just Larry and Alyssa it's Larry Alyssa and and Karma Sutra Karma Sutra Sarah Dutra um who are off to shows stop correcting um, it just say Karma Sutra and live with yeah I know right because Karma Sutra Sarah Dutra (laughs) is a real mouthful and it's going to lead to Gary-isms yeah, it's just kind of a just, anyway. Just own the fact you got it, it wrong. <laughs> okay. So on September 10, 2001. One day before September 11. <gasps> correct. Well well caught. So at this point, they've been married since late 2006. She married sorry, in 1996. Sorry, 1996. Nine, that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. 1996. Backwards in time. I was trying to do those maths. She has the timey-wimey machine. They married so in 1996. And now yeah. we're, yeah, so now we're in 2001. And, you know, they've had a, you know, a pretty good Mostly relationship. Mostly a bit tumultuous at times, but generally okay. Yeah. But yeah, but you know, nothing that anyone would think was a problem, and they certainly socially were seen as a power couple. You know, a nice mm. couple of power. Yeah, a little bit. You know, successful, yep. and they were really into their lifestyle of horses, and mm. you know, they and were so now we're in two thousand and one, and someone However, has to die. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Correct. On September ten, two thousand and one, following mm-hmm. a horse show, and the horse show was in. Industry City. Is that a place? That's actually a name of a place. Oh, Industry. Industry City. Whatever has become of me. You're 100% correct, Schmitty. That was one of my favourite songs. I don't know why. It was very dreary, that song, in that movie. It was very dark. And the masks, they were very unrelated to the rest of the movie. Completely weird, but yeah. It just sticks with oh, me. Oh, I loved it. But it, that was part of the thing. It was when things were going yeah. bad, weren't they? Or was that no, when it went well? I can't remember. Was that the, the break? Yeah, yeah, that trouble was a terrible cr- one, wasn't it? Controlling the Great Dane, whatever it was. Yeah, it wasn't Ardo <laughs> Titzling oh, inventor. Oh, it was, our, was it our, That's right. It wasn't a thing to get very worked up about. No. So the horse shows in Industry City, which when I looked it up, it was sort of like inland from Los, uh, Los Angeles. So although Sacramento, if you think about geographically for California, you've got yes. San Francisco, 
and it's sort of inland and slightly it north. Is. So it's in this, like, it's called the, like, the valley. I'm so ignorant. Central. Actually, not valley, I've central California. To, so they've gone down, they're I've just outside California. LA. I've been to San Fran, I've been to LA, been to San Diego. I didn't even know Sacramento was in California and it's the capital. What a Most loser. Australians wouldn't know that it's the capital. Yeah, yeah but also. It was. It's a great quiz. It's a it good is. quiz question. It comes up every yes. now and then. Yeah, it is actually. I'll, I'll write it um, in my book of uninteresting notes. <sighs> <laughs> How very dare you. That are good for trivia. No, he he reads that when he's trying to go to bed, when he's trying to can't sleep. (laughs) I'll get my book of uninteresting notes out. What what did Carla say the other day? (laughs) Oh, that's right. She was talking about Sacramento. (laughs) (laughs) Works every time. Like a charm. (laughs) (laughs) On September 10, 2001, following a horse show at Industry City, Alyssa McNabney and her fellow employee and friend, Kama Sutra, Sarah Dutra, <laughs> with whom she worked at the law office, mm-hmm. injected, well, I don't know if injected is quite the right word, actually, based on what I've seen, in Larry, with the horse tranquilizer drug, xylosine, oh, at a Los Angeles hotel. Oh, but the way they showed them doing it was that they put it into a Visine bottle. So I don't know if you'd call that injecting. They just put it in his mouth. I think he was drunk and passed oh, out, yeah. and then they, they put just, it into his yeah, mouth. Yeah, they drugged him, basically. Yeah, they just dosed him. I didn't. I don't know where they got the word injected, but horse tranquilizer. You, you can't believe everything you read. McNamney was 52 and he was last seen alive being pushed in a wheelchair by Weekend Sims at, at a Los Angeles horse show on September Was 10th. he actually alive? Yes. Uh, do we know that? They were unsuccessful. <gasps> yes, it didn't work. <gasps> so it so didn't kill them. He wasn't asleep. He was like in a bit of a stupor kind of thing. He it just didn't. So didn't he was do, seen exiting. Did, did, the initial dose didn't alive work. Alive after being drugged. Yeah. So Brilliant. when they <laughs> they tried to kill him and then he and then he couldn't move, so they had to get that's a wheelchair. It reminds me of Weekend at Bernie's. Oh my god, that's. Do you think it's Weekend well, that's at Bernie's? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Except he's alive. Oh, did you say that? Yeah, but he's my alive. My problem so with Weekend at oh, Bernie's yes. is when they put him on a on a, a ski rope and he's banging off all the boys. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So. So September 10, they start, or they you know, they try and drug him. They tried, right. Unsuccessfully on September 11, the world is not watching what is going on with Larry no, McNabb. Fair enough, it too. Is not. So the girls go down the road, and I think they hired or hired or bought a, um, a wheelchair, take the wheelchair back to the hotel and literally load him up <laughs> and take him down. So that he was seen, but I don't know if it was necessarily by friends or whatever, but they, they did see them doing that. So... The ladies have um, Larry. You're so sure he was alive? Yeah. Okay. A day later, authorities said Alyssa started clearing out his office and sold his $110,000 trailer and truck. Horse trailer. Straight off the bat, the horse yep. trailer. The yeah? day after. Straight off. According to her later confession, Alyssa drove to Yosemite National Park to bury Larry, but he was still alive. <gasps> oh, she's a child. And she returned... Oh, no. And she returned with the unconscious Larry McNabney in the back seat to Sacramento. What? She went to? She went to oh, bury she... him. Oh, and actually, Karma oh. Sutra, Sarah Dutra, actually dug a hole anyway because she to was To bury him alive. Bury that's him a, yeah, alive. that's what I thought they were going with that. But then they went, oh, hang Karma on a minute. Karma Sutra no. was happy to bury him alive. She dug a hole because when they go to their testimony later, she actually. Bad karma. They were like, bad karma. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> that's bad That is bad karma. <laughs> After his death the next day, so September 12 is his death day. It's not so, so 10, 11, 12. This is After great. his death the next day, September 12, 
from receiving the initial tranquilizer. Oh, I get it. Injection along with numerous later right. doses of right. other tranquilizer injections and mouth drops. Just keep chopping it up. Yeah. How much more do yeah. we need? Not enough. Yeah. More, more. Let's wheel the fucker out of here and we'll get him at home. Oh, far out. So what do they do with him now? Uh, they... Do they head back to Yosemite? Nah, chop him up, seal him in a casket. They pop him in the fridge in the back garage. It, sorry, they put him in a fridge just to keep keep yep. him cool. Keep him on ice. Chill so out, he's mate. dead at this point. They they keep, keep him in him a fridge ice. and there's a photograph of a fridge. I don't know if this was possibly it was just made up, but the, the fridge is like wrapped around with masking tape to keep it closed. And apparently during this period they would host parties and dinner parties at the house and Good old Larry's dead out in the garage. Be alcohol. We've got to keep it in the yeah. bath on ice because the fridge is broken. Yeah, don't no. use the the shed fridge. Yeah. She's <laughs> on the fridge. It's chockers. <laughs> he did stay there for some time. So oh. now we're sort of in this sort of strange period of time where Larry's dead. The women have obviously not told anybody that they've just murdered husband slash boss. So what do they do? They just get on with running the office and trying to sell all the assets so that they've got When you say running the office, did they actually try to continue as a law practice or did they? They did. (gasps) Lawing. With no lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, he's the principal. Lawyering. Yep. With no lawyer. Well, they didn't need him because they had her. um, I did not know the... The, you know, I look at this sort of thing and I think I just can't imagine going to a law f- oh, anyway, could you Going to a law firm and never yeah, meeting the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at one point she pretended that she was. Someone said they met her and she said that she was representing them. So she was just she's just an absolute bullshit artist. So she was not she wasn't afraid to say anything at any point. She's so psycho. Would, yeah, she's but psycho. she was never stressed yeah. by any of this. She was no, no, just took it all in a stride. She was so comfortable lying. She had done it her whole, well, I don't know if done her whole life, certainly, you know, for the, probably 10 years. And it would just be one lie begets another one and then that's just what would happen. So interestingly, they hired a new girl called Ginger to work in the office. Is she like and the professor, Anne, Mary, Anne? Ginger, Anne from yeah, Gilligan's that what, Island. That's what Correct. comes up to mind, some movie star. Yep, Ginger. Yep, Hi. she was. Welcome to Sorry, McNabby they're hired Lawyers. They're hired How can to I join help you? Because I actually think, I actually think, although I, I, there's, I haven't read this, I would suspect that Ginger was hired to take Kama Sutra, Sarah Dutra's role because she was the office secretary and now that they've got Ginger to do that. So Ginger comes in, I suspect it means the other pair can just go out to lunch more and keep oh, playing. Oh, right. So they were, right. yep. Wow. So I think there's sort of two parts that I don't, I think that, Alyssa was instrumental. She was the one who was selling things, moving money, draining accounts. She was busy. She had work to do. But Kama Sutra, Sarah Dutra, was just enjoying the profit of, you know, being able to be with Alyssa and have a nice time partying. So we had, what was Alyssa's role in the She was murderer. Office manager. Office manager. Office manager. So we had one lawyer and an office manager and I don't know if there were other lawyers in the practice. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how many I don't know what the okay. staff It seems like a yeah. lot of administrative staff. And I love it. I love it when the administrative I love it when the And now there's no a reference third. to anybody else. I don't know the answer. I love to that. it when the administrative staff get together and go, you know what? Someone's gotta do the work around here so we can do lunch. Let's, Let's do employ lunch. someone else. That's right. In walks Ginger. On somebody else's mm. dollar. So Ginger is at the office and she at first, you know, is told that the boss is out, but the boss is, <laughs> the boss is off and away. He's on holidays. He's gone to, wait, at one point 
Alyssa starts. Wait, watch it. Wait, what? Telling, oh, sorry, I just said wait. Wait. <laughs> I said he's got to wait. Watch that bastard. Sorry, she, she's where? told some people that he's in he's rehab. Certainly losing weight. She told the guy she sold oh. the horse truck to, like a day after, oh, that gross. he'd left uh, and he'd joined a cult, but he was happy. And I'm like, do people really <laughs> believe this? This is the kind of stuff that she was saying. I to probably wouldn't. Yeah, he's gone. And because he used to disappear quite a bit, nobody really thought too much of it at the time. If someone <laughs> said to me, your lawyer has gone and joined a cult. Oh, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah. but I think yeah, I need yeah. Well, I don't know that she said that to any potential clients. She told that to All right. my husband, she said. My husband has joined. A- right. Oh, he's gone off and joined some cult, but he seems happy. He doesn't want any of this. He wants to get rid of all of his, you know, worldly belongings. That's why he's in the horse truck. Oh, yeah. I see. Right. He's Correct. All his so that was positions. one approach. Okay, she told other sense. people that he'd gone to some place in Costa Rica. She'd also said to other people, certainly Your the song. people that she was, I, I think the more work-related ones, she probably did tell them that he was in rehab because that would be very much in line with potentially That's what believable. they did. In line. So yeah, she yeah, was, yeah. 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 So yeah. I suspect he'd probably have even been in rehab before, but. Yeah, that he's in the feels fridge. Like he's just chilling out somewhere, and she didn't have to pretend. Yeah, yeah. The heat's been getting that to she him. was upset or in mourning or anything. So depending on who she was seeing, he was either he was somewhere where he needed to be for him. So she was happy just to get on with living. So no one was questioning why she was partying or hosting dinner parties or doing whatever she did with her little friend. So Kama Sutra, Sarah Ginger, Dutra. Ginger start Kama Sutra. <laughs> Sarah Dutra. That's oh, right. No, we right. have had yes. to accept it now Let's that it's just... Kama Sutra, Sarah Dutra. She's very good She's at just persistent. pushing back in a very passive way. Impressive. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well played. So what, <laughs> what happens is Ginger starts to think, mm, this is odd that I've never met the boss, and she started to hear them saying different things to clients or potential clients, and she was starting to think this doesn't feel comfortable. And then – Checks were arriving for clients, I think, where they had, you know, like an accident or whatever else and they got a payout. And then the girls were getting her to write checks to herself and then she would go and cash the checks and come back and give Oh for God's sake. Alyssa and some some money. So she knew something wasn't right. So at some She's point I think so that, remember he's been killed in September. This is early is that right? Is it actually it might have been earlier than that. It might have been twenty twelve earlier. It might be late. It's still it's still late two thousand and one. Oh, it's not yet okay. into the new year. She goes to the police. Twenty twelve. Two thousand and one. Remember, <laughs> two thousand one. She and the thing is, interesting. I can't find this reference anywhere except in one documentary. And they speak to Ginger, and she's interviewed. And Ginger said, "I went to the police, and I." Walked up to the thing and she wrote on a note and the note said, I'm concerned for the whereabouts of my boss. I've never met him. I've started a new job and I think that his um, wife and my colleague know where he is. And she just put the note under and then she went and sat down and wait to be called up and she said that when when they called her over, they are like, okay, come in, come in, come in, come in. And <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I don't imagine you get many people going, I think I know where a missing person. Yeah, well, yeah, he wasn't even classified as missing person, right? I just think my boss has killed her we husband. We need to talk. And my boss, yeah. So when you've got they a moment, started talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, obviously, Alyssa becomes a person of interest. Karma Sutra becomes bad reach, karma. The police reach out to her and she panics and she involves Ginger. She gets Ginger in a car. They go to some 
so, uh, so like another trailer or a caravan, Winnebago style thing, where Alyssa had money and she gets Ginger to help her put stuff what? into the boot of her car. Her car. These people have turned what dumb. I love, They're her dumb car now. is a red convertible Jaguar. It's not Brilliant. like yeah. I love a good convertible, but mine's silver. I just but think yeah. okay. kind of a obvious car in most places, let alone it would yeah, stand out, out there yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, but it's also very police... appropriate with the story you've been or the picture you've been painting. What yeah. you've been yeah. telling yes. us. Yeah, 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 and in yeah. that context it is. Now, but in terms of being able to see someone, no. If this was a movie, I feel like, you know, Dolly Parton from 40 years ago might play the character and come running out in high heels going, quick, Ginger, put the money <laughs> in the boot. It was a bit like that. The police are calling Ginger. Ginger is in her car, a car. This is where I get a little bit confused. But they're saying to her, we're coming for her. She said she's, she's going to make, she's going to do a runner. She's going to do a runner. She's going to get money and put it in her car. Anyway, they lose her. She drives out the back. The police come to get her. Brilliant. She drives at the back of the trailer park where we were. They've come in the front and she's gone. Entry, exit. She goes and collects Haley, and they are on the run. Oh, Thelma and Louise. Now, yes. Now, this is what is a little bit tricky in terms of trying to tell you what happened next because things start to happen. So Escalate. Alyssa, well, yes, Alyssa has gone. So she has now left and she's well, I guess on the run, and now they have to find um, Larry's body, which they do. Is in the fridge. No, <gasps> it is no longer in the fridge. Oh, and it's and not at Yosemite? It's no longer, and it's not at Yosemite? It is in... You mean Yosemite? Yosemite. Larry's body is found in a vineyard, and the reason it's found is there were buzzards flying above. Because they're pissheads. Yeah. <gasps> Because it was only a very shallow grave and one of the people on the vineyard has thought, what's going on down here? And he's the person who discovers you don't want that in the your shallow line. grave. No, you don't. But apparently that is when disgusting. he was buried. So he's being picked apart. Um, <laughs> in her testimony, <laughs> Alyssa actually said that she thought that it'd be, it would be a nice place for him to rest. Because well, he's an alcoholic wine. and so he should rest. She said that. Because he was I tired. Mean, we all love a bit know. of wine, but I don't want to be picked apart by buzzards. Yeah. A good place Gross. to rest. Mm. There's no resting. He's dead, if you're for being picked, sake. you're not resting. I know he's dead, but you know, I don't feel that's restful. No. So how about a cemetery? How about not murdering? Well, do you want to know how he ended up sorry, there? I'm still waiting. The reason he oh, sorry. I'm still waiting for you to tell me why she killed I'll him. We'll get to it. So okay. oh, this right. is the 5th of February where they find the body. Wow. So where had the, we uh-huh. know the body has been in the fridge and then upon finding the body, the body was so well preserved and it had no injuries and it was in really good nick for a body that had been buried and for a person who'd been missing for so long. And they were able to identify him as being Larry through his fingerprints and even during the Hang autopsy they couldn't. Couldn't they have done it from his face if it was well preserved? <laughs> I guess of it from a, a point of, you know. It might have been pecked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. probably a legal thing. Yeah, there was a point of dick, but, but, but it relatively good. They couldn't find the uh, the cause of death through the autopsy. It wasn't until the toxicology report came back. And, of course, the toxicology report was when they found the horse tranquilizer. Yeah. Full of drugs, yeah. yeah. So that was the 5th of February. His children from the previous marriages were told on the 7th of February and they were devastated. They couldn't understand why anyone would want to do anything to their father who they thought was a fabulous father, you know, loving husband and, and all-round good here it man. comes. No, not at all. Oh. What is interesting about him being found Dead. in his vineyard oh. 
The vineyard is in what is called the fruit basket or the salad bowl of America. And this is a place that runs through Central California. Maybe. I don't know exactly what your um, your agricultural sort of heartland is in Victoria, but if that's where you refer, yeah. if you're referring to, that's what I mean, yeah. So the body was found between um, sort of Sacramento's quite north and this vineyard was found in a place called San Joaquin, Joaquin County, which is further down through the central part of California. California. Yeah. And the reason I thought that sounds like it could be familiar or something, and I looked it up. And some years ago, we were as a family traveling in the US and we were staying for some time with friends who lived in Silicon Valley. And we took the opportunity to drive to Yosemite and took the kids out there and stayed out there. And we had a hire car and whatever else, and off we headed. It was only supposed to be, I think, a two and a half hour journey from their house to the the lodge we were staying at in Yosemite. However, I chose an incorrect prompt on the uh, sat nav, oh, and we yes. there was some roadworks, and basically I drove us straight into the fruit basket or the salad bowl of America. <gasps> Which is basically this. It's all Larry. This, it is farmland like you've never seen. It goes on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Really? And it is small trees. It's growing a lot of fruit. And the biggest export, get your notebook out, please, uh, <laughs> Stu, is <laughs> California. What was, it? what was it? The boring, boring <laughs> facts that went into know or something? Yeah, yeah, notebook yes, of, like... My book of uninteresting notes. <laughs> There we go. Almonds are the biggest export of California. And honestly, almonds. no one in their right mind would go to this place. Oh, right. Almonds, right. The nut. Oh, almonds. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almonds. Almonds. You yeah, said almonds California too. almonds, right? Almond milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got Almond it. milk. Correct. So this, there's, this, there's this like run of land that's sort of, you think it's running parallel to sort of San Francisco on the coast down to, I don't know, sort of Silicon Valley and then down to, I don't know, San Francisco. It runs all the way down and it is just Farm after farm after, honestly, they were all small back roads. There were no, we, we'd missed the highway, there were no freeways because I'd got us into this bit in the middle. It took us five and a half hours to do <laughs> a two and a half hour trip. You know, you know what we it, would call oh that? God, you got it was stuck horrendous. in fuck nowhere. Mm-hmm. It yeah, totally was. Exactly and right. you know when you're looking on a map looking for the big roads and it was like there aren't any. There were none. Yeah. How did we get to this point? And we were arguing, the kids were fighting and it was just another, you know, one of our travel stories. But that's where they buried him. Back, back to why, why you said um, oh, I wouldn't do marriage again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another one of our family exactly. trips. Yeah. I was going to say. Was, um, it was a little stressful at times. <laughs> I was going to say credit to that, sav- to that sat-nav for not helping out at all. Like just, no, no, keep driving straight ahead. This I is fine. I can still remember and it just was one of those well. things. And I kept saying, but it said, and I've got my husband going, going, you can't always say, you can't always do what it says. Sometimes you've just got to use your own brain. I'm like, but why else? Why I would you know? know? You're not from I could there. Only, why would I, I use my own brain? I've got a sat nav. It's my holiday I, too. I don't, I still to this day do not know how I got us so deep into this farm country, this basket, fruit, fruit basket, basket salad bowl. Bowl. I like that. Because it was like you couldn't, I couldn't quickly get to the other side or get onto another. It was just this expanse that we had to, you know, navigate across to get yeah, to the yeah, base yeah. of the bloody mountains. It was unbelievable. Anyway, the reason they ended up there was not where they, that's not where they had originally planned to bury him. They had a great idea. They thought they would take him out to Vegas 
because he they knew he loved Vegas. I just don't understand the why you kill someone through... and then you go then you and then yeah you keep doing love. all this kind of yeah. we're honouring him nonsense. But they can just get away. But they just seem to be able to get away with anything. It just it's astounding. I, I, I know you keep but telling you we're going to get to it, but I'm keen to understand the motivation. For, is it just to take his money? Right. Is that yeah, it? I think so. There's no there's no real motivation. Oh, actually, right. there's something else that comes up later. But he was going to get married a sixth time. To to um, to uh, Kama Sutra. Dead. He was going to no, dump her for Kama Sutra. Yeah. Sarah Dutra. Yeah, let's go with that. So they they head out to Vegas. And when they get there, they're like, well, you know, where are we going to stay? Of course, we'll stay at the Bellagio. They turn up at the Bellagio in the red Jaguar convertible, pull up. With the cash Valet in the comes boot. up and says, can you pop the boot? She automatically goes to pop the boot, forgets she's got the body in the back, jumps out, <laughs> puts the thing down. Oh, and then, has, and then burnies. in a panic. And that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And the thing is, when I started this story, this is not like in any of the written documents I can find. This is because I ended up finding this in a documentary where there's people, it's actual, their testimony. And I'm like, my God, this is ridiculous. This has become a comedy. It was a made-for-telly movie. Popping the boot and there's a dead body in it. Dolly Nothing Parton to see here, chaps. would Nothing be to so see. good at playing this character. Nothing. Okay. So they panic and go, oh, we've got the wrong hotel. Oh, it's not the Bellagio. Oh, it's the Venetia or whatever else. Close up the boot and off they go because just in case someone <laughs> saw they had a dead body in the boot. Then Wouldn't that night cameras. Alyssa heads out into the desert and in her, I don't know if it's actually a testimony, if you, call, you know, when you're yeah. first interviewed when you, she, in her confession or whatever else. Statement. She says, oh, look, I went, st- I went out to... Um, the, you know, the desert, because that's what there is in Las Vegas. And she said, I, I just couldn't dig a hole because, you know. It's clay. It's desert too hard. Hard. Yeah. hard. Yeah, she was like couldn't get past that first layer or whatever else. So she's like, oh, it, I just, I couldn't make it work. And I was like, you know, there's there's a reason why people aren't buried here. But surely Let's you could just drive, so that's and, drive, why. drive and, and go to the middle of nowhere and just dump the body. Well, that's kind of where they've ended up in the middle of nowhere in <laughs> Where Carla and Jeremy drove past. Well, they're no, going, this they is where they're fertile land in a vineyard. But I'm saying even if you're in um, Nevada, if you're in the desert, Very how many people do you expect to be walking past that? I know, like, right? As you go off the road enough, I'm sure there are lots of dead people. No, but they want there. a nice... They want a nice oh. resting place for him. That's though. the bit I don't understand. Yeah, that's it's very like thoughtful. Well, they've gone too. to Vegas we'll, to we'll a vineyard. kill him. Oh. We're, we're happy I to just... kill him. But, but, he's but, lucky he's not like... Buried at the exactly. equestrian centre. I've got so, I've got visions of Dolly Parton popping the boot and then going, <gasps> opening the door and going, quick, cause a tit distraction. <laughs> Everyone, look at my tits. <laughs> Don't look in the boot. And while she's, yeah, it would be perfect. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> You're right. It was. It's. It's like. It is a real. It's not the story that I thought that I was sort of getting into, and then a lot of this stuff was coming. I was like, oh my god, there's so much stupidity that's involved with this. What do I? Where do I go first? But you know, of course, those girls are so thoughtful. <laughs> it was Vegas, didn't quite work out. So you know what would be second best? A vineyard. Oh, I tell you, I always thinking about, think that- always thinking about others. Always thinking about others. Yeah, selfless. Always thinking about Larry's needs. Selfless. Absolutely okay. selfless. Could have thought about that before you killed him. But anyway. Indeed. Okay. So we've got a body. That means after the discovery of Larry's body. That means someone died. Mm-hmm. Alyssa was the subject of a nationwide manhunt. <gasps> she was going by the alias Shane Ivoroni. <laughs> Shane Ivoroni? (laughs) Of all the names. 
I think if someone said their name was Shane Ivoroni, it would draw so much attention to you. If someone said it to me, I'd be like, what? Oh, Shane. I wish she had have gone by Over. the name of Dixie Normus or something. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of for China. Like, let's make it some kind of really comical. And this is when the real sort of, well, they'd already headed off a little bit before I'd got to this point. This is before, you know, how she she got the tip off that the, the police were sort of onto her. She got Hayley, Hayley, whatever you want to call her, and they and they hit the road. Thelma and Louise style. So now this truly yes. is the case. And they're a cross, cross-country journey. And what... Is this just Hayley and Mummy, her yeah, mum? Yeah. Or is um, Kama Sutra Sarah Oh, no, Dutra Kama Sutra <laughs> Sarah Dutra. She's running the business. Trust me, she's getting called in by the police a little bit too, but she's maintaining right. her innocence at this point. She's not with Hayley no, and... she's been left behind. Elisa. Right. Yes. So off they head across country. And what Hayley... Hayley? Hayley uh, says is that her mother was... <laughs> often after places that were tourist towns. And if you cast your mind back to our naughty vegan and her, of course I can't remember anybody's names, Starmer. Bad vegan, bad vegan. and Mr. Strangers. Yes. Yeah. Um, they did the same thing with when they were sort of trying to hide out and stuff. I think there are like there must be hot towns in the US to go where there's so many tourists, there's so much traffic going yeah, through. Yeah, no one knows. It must be. You go to a local town, everyone knows everyone. Exactly. It must just be full of yeah. people with aliases and what they found when they started to look into Alyssa McNabney was that Alyssa McNabney had a total of 38 aliases. Oh, what? what? Again, the, the, the sheer amount of effort involved in running a life like this, I just don't have the, I don't have the, I don't have the bandwidth. I've got, a, just thinking about I've got it. a question for you based on. My bottom hurts just thinking about it. Oh, Sorry. Jesus. That was a Madonna. Quote. Oh. So I've got a um, question for you based on that. So um, you've taken me back to John Wayne Gacy and his 30 odd people that he killed. 27, yeah. If you, if you murder one person with 38 aliases, how many people die? Is this like a light globe sort of having got people? Does it take that? I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I don't even know the answer. But it's just the thing that bothers me about this. I should say it is some of the examples of the names that they used were sorry she used some I can work with Melissa Goodwin yeah Tammy Key Tammy Keelan yeah Elizabeth Barish she actually had met someone called Elizabeth Barish a woman in prison and she learnt her her social security number so she chose to impersonate her. That, there was a reason how that. How many of these? How many of her aliases were from people she knew? From I don't have a split on that. I don't. I don't know. Okay. One is the only one I know at that at, from the list. What was that first right. one you said? I reckon she wasn't a real person. Melissa Godwin. Oh, not Goodwin. No, the other one, the one before that, the Tammy Keelan. Um, Shane, I wrote him. No, I was going to. It was Shane. That's what I was coming to complain about. Shane Ivoroni. You've got all the names in the world. You Ivoroni. Ivoroni. him. <laughs> I haven't rolled him all night. God damn it! Is that as in like Shane? I've as in pepperoni. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And Shane is, it's just, it's, it's not the pretty spelling. It's not the pretty spelling. Is it with a Y? No, it's not the pretty spelling. It's not the pretty spelling. Who calls that? Who calls that girl? Shane? And the other one, which I have an issue with, was her name when she met Larry. Was the name that I have difficulty saying, which is Alyssa. So the name, first name is the same. Reddle Spurgeon. Hamburger. But imagine how Reynolds imagine Berger. how many times you have to spell that, Reynolds or you draw attention to yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's not even so much that I'd think, oh, God, I can't be bothered. Oh. See, like but I get... Maybe because it's so over the top that no one would imagine it's fake. Rettlesburger. I mean, who would call themselves that as an alien? Yes. See, I, I always get um, Clark, and, and I now have to say, every time I say Clark, I say without an E because otherwise I always get asked with an E or with or without Clark-y. an E. I feel like Rettlesburger, so they'd go... Yeah, I know, right? But they, I feel like with Rettlesburger, they'd go, is that with an E? And she'd go, I don't fucking know. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> fucking knows it's how you spell about, that it's name? It's four fucking E's, actually. It's, yeah, it's not a real <laughs> name. Come yeah, on. Just, just add it. E's are good. E's are good. good. Rettlesburger, E's are good. I don't, like, use as many E's as you think are necessary. Use as many as you need. I don't know. It's a big, yeah, it's, it's, right. a heavy, it's a very heavy E name. Just make the problem go away. There's a bit of an issue with um, my name and it possibly has more to do with the way I say it. But when I was in my first job in Sydney as a, as a young girl out of university, I, you know, people would call up and everything was posted to in those days, you know, lots of promotional packs and this, that and the other. And one day something arrived at our office for a man named Carlos Juan. <laughs> So spelt C A R L O S. No, Carla Swan. I love J U A N. When my name is Carla Swan. Carla Swan. What's your name? Carla Swan. Carla Swan. Carla Swan. So I also have an alias, which is I am Carla Swan. Which actually is quite good for me, I think. I used to work on a, I love it. I used to work on a street that was called St. Albans Road. Yeah. And everyone used to say it, if you, Schmitty, you would probably know this, um, St Albans gets pronounced Snorbans. Snorbans. So I live in Snorbans. So I literally got mail sent to us at work, which was at Snorbans Road, (laughs) S-N-O-R-B-A-N-S. Snorbans. So good. Very good. Very good. Okay, so we've got them on the run visiting these sort of different towns across several states and they... They start off, I think, going to a, a horse show in Arizona, which I thought was an odd choice because if you're on the run, you wouldn't have thought you'd go and be associated with they anybody. really like horses, though. Oh, she really exactly. must. And at that stage, her daughter does not know that she has killed her stepfather at this point. Oh, God. <gasps> She's on I the mean, run with her daughter who doesn't know that they're on the run. Correct. Yeah, but she wasn't a fan, but it doesn't She's just mean touring. She... I, so the, the daughter's okay life is so someone. disjointed in her early years. I mean, at one point she was away, she Poor was thing. back. The woman, I, I, there, is, there are quite a few gaps and stuff in all of these stories when we tell them, but, yeah, that's where we're at. So they end mm-hmm. up getting all the way across the country to Florida. Everyone loves me in Florida. And they're... Haley is staying a in a house. It is. I think it's it took a, a couple of weeks distance. for them to get there because they were staying. A massive yep. distance. Yes. Yeah. Alyssa, Alyssa is staying in an apartment that she's got some guy to sort of loan her that he had. Like it's beachfront, it's lovely. So she sort of sets up there and she starts using an, her name, Shane Ivoroni. And what's interesting? Oh, Shane Ivory. I wish I could be. And just me on Young Talentine. Under the boardwalk. Out of the sun. Under the boardwalk. Sorry, Swanee. It was beachfront. Beachfront. Yes. Made me think of beach. Oh, absolutely. Don't want to make you cry. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are (laughs) grey. 
You never know, dear, oh, how much so I'd love you. So they've arrived from the sunshine. So they're in a place Enough called Destin, just Destin, Florida. And they've arrived a month after McNabney's body was found. So his body was found on the 5th of Feb. So they've arrived there and they've changed their names. However, their new home didn't last for long. Fifth of Feb. So he'd been in a fridge and then it got dumped yeah. in the So the um, fridge would have been about I don't know, the like 12th or so. It was three yeah, and a half Sometime months. after the 12th of September. Gosh. Yeah. And at some stage between September, having been in the fridge for a couple of months and not long out of the fridge when they found him in February. Yeah, yeah. so four yeah, months. Okay, that, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, however, the new home didn't last too long for them because uh, Alyssa got the feeling that law enforcement was closing in on her. So she went and picked up Jordan. They're not actually staying together. And the two went to Charleston, South Carolina. Jordan said Jordan. that when her mother wanted to go to South Carolina, she told her she had had enough. I Who's Jordan? Oh, sorry. Exactly. Hayley Jordan, the daughter. The daughter. It's a surname. It's a surname. <laughs> Hayley. Jesus. Oh, God, I don't I thought you did a Melissa oh, thing. Sorry. No, Hayley. that's her real name, though. That's okay. That's I okay. Just, Hayley. Hayley. Hayley Jordan right. so is her name. Hayley Jordan. Okay, my, my apologies. Sorry. I just felt resigned. I'm just a non-person, a non-person. I exist, but I'm not really me, said Jordan. So Hayley Jordan, who added that that was the moment when her mother told her about what had happened to McNabney. She said, I need to tell you this, but I need you to not freak out. We killed him. Oh, what? Said, oh gosh, said Alyssa referring to herself and Dutra. And it kind of felt like everything was just white noise. I couldn't think. I didn't see anything around me. I was just horrified, said Hayley. After that, <laughs> I have to keep changing the name oh, because the name, the name in this article even is a different name than I've told you. Because I'll tell you her real name in a minute. Alyssa Marcia? and... Marsha? No. Alyssa and Haley. Dolly. Haley drove back to Destin, Florida. Haley said, when they got back, her mother dropped her off and then drove off again. Not knowing where her mother was going and nervous about her, what her mum might do to herself, Haley called the police and said she worried that her mother might hurt herself. <laughs> God. And what did the police do? Everyone She gave that. police a description of the car her mother was in because the car was no longer the red Jaguar. The mum had had a one-night stand leading up to this where she'd met a bloke, gone to his house and left him the red Jaguar and she'd taken his <laughs> pickup truck and 600 bucks. That was just before she... This is like something out of a film. I know. Like you can't yeah. imagine that would even happen. It is so difficult to tell. There's so many little things I've got to try and remember I've read or jag. watched. Yep. So this is, they're looking for a pickup truck style car now. So she gave police a description of the car her mother was in and and that she was last seen in Destin. She didn't mention what she knew about McNabney on the phone. Police tracked the car to a nearby beach and before the cop said anything, Alyssa turned herself in. According to authorities... <gasps> Hang on, I yeah. thought she was going to drive into the ocean, Thelma and Louise not style. Not at all, not at oh, all. That's disappointing. She turned around... <laughs> So the, the police, I've sent the policeman interviewed and he says he walks from the car lot over towards the beach. There's like a strip mall near the beach kind of thing. He walks across the road into the onto the beach and he sees this woman and she turns around and she goes, yeah, it's me. Hi. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. That's who you're looking for. He cuffs her. Uh, and, I'm just tired. Yeah. A bit like yeah, that. I'm done. Yeah, she's done. I'm over it. Yeah. yeah. So that's how she is captured. They then take her to the sheriff's office and then that's when we sort of start to hear her side of the story if you'd uh, like to uh 
Listen, I want. I, I still want to know what the motivation is. Well, it could be coming. So shush up. Uh. Oh, shut up yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the daughter says, um, "I was both incredibly relieved that she was okay." and horrified that I had contributed to her worst nightmare, obviously being arrested in court. After her mother was arrested and then, so while she was awaiting extradition, she gave a full confession to law enforcement. And the person that we are talking about is, where's her name? Because her name has <laughs> changed again. Who was she No, her really? real name. Her name is actually Laren Sims is her name, not Lauren. Laren Sims. Laren. That's pretty spelling. It is pretty, <laughs> pretty spelling. Oh. Fuck is Lauren? Her name is Lauren Renee Sims. So that's who she is. I would have been happier if her name was Confess a Lot of Stuff by then. Oh, can you believe it? Lauren 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 Sims. No one's called Lauren. That's a bullshit name. There's no such a thing. (laughs) There is no such a thing. And what pretty spelling do you have for that name? (laughs) Okay. So. Pretty spelling. Like Tory spelling, only more attractive. Only more like a woman. I saw a thing with Tori Spelling the other day. <laughs> too, too far. Don't be horrible. Maybe you meant it. Poor Tori Spelling. So Tori pretty, Tori pretty Spelling. Maybe that's her middle name. <laughs> We've got Laren Renee Sims, also known. Laryngitis. Oh, you been called Laryngitis. <laughs> Sorry, I can't everyone. talk at the moment. I've lost my voice. Oh gosh. Well, we've got her. When she's arrested, and you know she basically comes clean. The reason that she gives for Killing um, her husband, Larry McNabney, is basically she's saying, well, well, what she's saying is that he was violent and that he was an erratic substance abuser who used to freak out and she felt like she was backed into a corner and she had killed him because she just couldn't handle the domestic abuse anymore. I'm calling bullshit, but yep. okay. That old chestnut. Thanks for that. She could have just left him like the I other feel four like wives. I don't know how, how can you question somebody who has 38 aliases, Smitty? Gosh, give a girl a go. I know, <laughs> I know. It's just the kind of person I am. Her rap sheet was 113 pages long. So the, wow. she must have been very busy when I before she turned so up in Las Vegas because I wasn't aware. I know. But anyway, she was a very busy lady. Aren't I? Why can't you be more empathetic? Yeah. We have another twist. Be. We have another twist. <gasps> yes, bring it on. Okay. So whilst she was booked into the Hernando County Jail waiting for extradition to California, let me look at the time period here. So we said a month after February, maybe like sometime in March or April. Um, <laughs> Alyssa gave a full confession to law enforcement while in custody at the Ucalusa County Florida Sheriff's Department. One week later, on Easter Sunday, 2002, Alyssa hung herself in her jail cell. <gasps> nice work. To death? Yep. No. Yep. No, just to That will death. give you a no, sincere, that will give you a case of laryngitis. Yep. She is such a neck stretcher. <laughs> oh, a neck stretcher. <laughs> she hung herself. She killed herself. Not uh, yet yeah, to death. But this is what is just <laughs> Some people... Try and don't quite. Get yeah, but there. never do they get accused of hanging themselves to not death. I feel like you tried to hang yourself or you hung yourself. She wrote a suicide note. Oh, what did it say? Oh no. Yeah, so in Alyssa McNabney or Laren Sims suicide note, she asked her lawyer to sue the Hernando County Jail for not preventing her suicide. She also asked that her children receive any funds raised from that lawsuit. 
Quote, this is all I can give to my children. My actions now will allow them to move into the future without this heavy burden. They won't have to watch my trial on court TV. It should all die with me. They won't have to watch my trial on court TV, says no one ever. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's going to download that shit. Uh, What? Is this something that other people understand that I have no concept of? (laughs) Court TV, what is that? It's America. Uh, it's, it's probably oh, a fox. fox history. It, it oh, yeah. Terrible. There was, I think I've done a story. Ugh. I've done a story. When, On you know, court TV. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done like Judge Judy? No. Like the court. But they, just, they, just, they just watched the whole sitting. Move know. on. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm sorry <laughs> I pointed that out. I'm sorry to myself I pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> and she also went on to claim that she had not been checked regularly in herself, thus allowing her to kill herself. It was all part of the setup. Um, but an investigation into that has in, since disputed that charge. And we're left with Haley is now um, alive, having done the cross country run with manhunt with her mum. And oh, back Haley. in um, Sacramento, we still have Kama Sutra Sarah Dutra who now is in very hot water indeed, not because of the um, suicide but because of the confession, the full confession that Laren Sims had given before she took her own life. So I will say what um, Hayley had to say about things and she was kind of in her mum's court and throughout she didn't have a good relationship with Larry and she'd said McNabney suffered from alcohol and drug addiction and his drinking problem made her feel constantly unsafe around him. But McNabney's daughter from another marriage, Kristen Olsen, claimed her father was not physically abusive. Whereas Jordan, oh, sorry, Jordan, Haley, <laughs> Haley Jordan, the daughter, said she'd witnessed McNabney ass- abuse her mother. Yeah, McNabney, for his daughter from an earlier relationship, can't comment on what happened post, like, she's not living with them, she's not there. No. So in the period of time that he was my dad and he was around, he didn't beat my mum, it's fine. That doesn't mean it didn't subsequently happen. Agreed. Yes. So so shut up, earlier daughter. Shut your face. Oh, I see what you're saying. Shut your face. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is... She said that at one point. commenting on the. Oh, sorry, Dave. On the same. As they say with superannuation, uh, um, past performance is not an indicator of future performance. Future performance, exactly. Correct. Sorry. That's okay. So Haley is saying that there was a point where her her mother had separated from McNabney, yeah, but claimed she was too afraid to do anything about it because she says he threatened to use her outstanding arrest warrants from Florida against her. She did try to leave a couple of times, actually. He tracked us down and said if she didn't agree to come home with him, he would kill both of us and then kill himself. Jordan said McNabney, Jordan, Haley, Haley Jordan, said McNabney's drinking got worse and after an incident between the two where Jordan said he had grabbed her violently, her mother had sent her away, allegedly for her own safety, which kind of coincides. Remember when I told you she was sent off to Maine? When she goes off to the horse school? Yeah. Yeah. Horse school, I don't know what to call it, a ranch, horse school, horse camp, pony camp. Kind of horse school. school. Yellowstone. (laughs) Yeah, horse off you go. That's where you get taught to be a whore. Yeah, so (laughs) that's where things sit. So now we have to go back to the other side of the country, back to Sacramento, where 
Kama Sutra, Sarah Dutra, who on the first time that she'd been called into, I never know, that has this actual footage of her being interviewed and she's got her cute little fluffy white puppy on her lap. That's how seriously she's taken it or she's, taken it as some kind of like decoy. Uh, also yeah. known as I got, Paris. I've got, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, anyway, ridiculous. 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 This young girl who had been very much under the influence, I think, of the older woman, Alyssa, who I'll, I'll still call her Alyssa, I think. She's now left alone and in the aftermath of the suicide note, she has to... In the hot seat. She absolutely mm. is. Initially, she you know, she kept saying she had nothing to do with it. She'd been interviewed so many times at the end that detectives are literally yelling at her to tell her the truth. And then she kind of comes clean and she's the one who... Ba- she basically says, I was an accomplice. Um, I just did what I was told to do. I didn't really think she was going to kill him when she said he was going to... Yada, yada, yada. You, you can imagine how it all played out. So the story is, was she this young girl who was manipulated to a point where she clearly looked up to Alyssa and wanted to be like her? Wanted, You know, the lifestyle comes into it time and time again for both women, actually. It's it all about trying to maintain a lifestyle and how they were going to do that. And it obviously was through McNabney's money. But then there were other things that suggested that she was far more calculating than just some, you know, Dumb young accomplice. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, dumb young accomplice. <laughs> Cream of dumb young accomplice. That's thinking of those terrible. You need to edit this out. So rude. You know what they say? Young, dumb, and full of calm. That's oh, it. Came into my mind. Where's the come? Where's the come in young accomplice? It just sounded like it was one of those little tricky wordplay things, that, and I was like, oh, God. she's just, you know. Oh. She's much more manipulative than a dumb young accomplice. accomplice. I mean, come on. Yeah, dumb yeah. young and full of accomplice. Yeah, full of cum. No, no. So that they there was, you know, for instance, the the example of them giving without like saying that she was geared up to to bury Why him alive. Would I edit any of that oh, out. It's so exactly right. I'm gold. so sorry. <laughs> What? We don't take that shit out. We keep that shit in. Number thirty-seven. Yeah. Cream of some young guy. <laughs> It's the best Thai dish. I do have, you know, a back catalogue, I guess, of vulgarity to... uh, Mm, I'm very well Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, Back to that whole classy. Yeah. Yeah, Classy but classy. Yeah, they didn't call me Rob Swan for nothing. Rob Swan for a reason. No, not Rob Swan for nothing. Did you know that? I think I told you that, Clucky, how I was called... Rob, R-O-B, Rob, Rob Swan, Rough Old Bird. Because I always... Rough Old Bird, back in the Sydney days <laughs> they still before she went and got classified. I think they still call me That's Rob right. Swan. I love that. Rob Swan, yeah. <laughs> that was my name at Foxtel. I wouldn't have known that. Oh, I'm sure. No, yeah. and then later when she got all posh, oh, yeah. we, we dropped the Rob. But we all No one's ever dropped secretly. the Rob. The Rob Swan's always been there. Always, always. comes through. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't take a girl out of the gong, but, you know, you can't take the gong out of the girl. And Rob Swan. All, all, all it takes is a young okay. accomplice. R-O-B Swan. <laughs> there was a whole song about it. <laughs> at my At my Beyonce-based farewell, I believe. Oh. Anyway, moving on. So anyway, we did. Moving on. Sorry, people. Uh, So Sarah Dutra went on trial for the murder of Larry McNabney in 2003. She did face life imprisonment without parole if convicted of first degree murder, but was instead found guilty of voluntary manslaughter and being an accessory to murder. And she was sentenced Mm. to a maximum of 11 years and eight months in prison. What a lot of bullshit. 
She yeah, was the one who sure. was quite happy to dig that grave and bury him yeah, alive. Yeah, alive. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to find there was one um, there was one article that I read, and it didn't tell you how long she served. It said she served eighty five percent of her, um, and I went eighty five percent. And I was like, how do I work that out? That's, of what? Oh, what? Of eleven of years and eight probation. months? Could you have just yeah. given yes. me the number exactly. in raw numbers? I'm like, I'm exactly. not working. Exactly. Talk I'm in all, riddles. I'm all into trying why to do, do some they... research, but I draw the line at math. I will why not you... do that for exactly. you. Exactly. Why no. are people introducing? I math? would do no. anything <laughs> for research. But I won't I do, do math. math. <laughs> you won't do math. If there was ever God a song that was about me, <laughs> that is my song. I won't do math. <laughs> yeah. God rest, make love soul. Yeah. Oh, my God. But also oh, thank I, you, God, for making I, sure he never repeats that AFL grand final performance. I, <laughs> occasionally I have nightmares <laughs> I got Occasionally I have nightmares, like maybe twice or three times a year when I have to <laughs> do math. Do math. Oh, I'm sitting in a maths exam or something. I used to have it about driving, but I drive now. But Is, it, is to... it called math or die? Like <laughs> It feels so intense. <laughs> I'm, I'm faced with... Either doing this, solving this math problem, or death. And every time I choose death because I can't be bothered with the oh humiliation of getting it wrong. And I've then literally dying. just had a conversation with one of my kids in the car who was saying that he wasn't enjoying math very much. And I said to him, "Oh, but I thought you found it really easy." He goes, "Yeah, I do. I'm just not, you know, just not cute with the kick at once." Did or something like, "Oh, I was like, I just don't even imagine. I can't even we imagine what related. that's like. I don't even want to talk yeah. about it. I'm feeling uncomfortable talking oh. about it. And now you've said that." Because I wouldn't do math. Math. Well, I used to have a maths teacher who used to um, tip me in the back of the head. when, Like if ever I put my hand up to ask for help, she would come over and she would, she had really big tits and she would come over to look over at my problem (laughs) and she would hit me in the back of the head with her tits. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, fucking stop it to the point where I actually stopped asking for help because I'm like... I just don't want that tit in the back of my head. That's got to be a sign of the times. I don't know that you'd be allowed to rub your boobs on somebody if you're like checking and trying to help them now. You'd be like, do do math. math. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's your jaw. Ouch. Yeah, mine's a bit sore. It's sore. It's I've still got yeah, that yeah. sort of the Laughing acid jaw. In there, the acid going through it from <laughs> the oh, lactic acid because your muscles have gone. Oh, oh, they've pumped some hurt. iron today. I cried a bit there. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I don't have anything else to say after that. I don't think. What I can't remember what I was saying. What the rest of your story? I think that is. We're done. No, no. I don't. I think that is. So, is that my story done? I think it is. That's it. You're either dead or you're in jail. 85% yeah. of your... um, 85% you, of some certain of your punishment. Sentence. So she did 85% of 11 years, was it? 11. No, 11. 11 points. 11 years and 8 months. 5 years. Yeah, 11.75 years. Carla, ne- next time you're on Math or Die, I reckon six months would be enough for I me. say, can I phone a friend and then... Who will I phone I'll see if I can... Yeah, I'll try to help you. Oh, you're I'm comfortable. Like, oh, I'm sorry. okay with maths. No, I'm no, not... He's going to be terrible because someone rubbed their breasts into his head and then his maths is terrible as a result. It could have gone the other way. The knowledge. Stop titting me in the back of the head. <laughs> and Tony okay. wouldn't be distracted by breasts in his head. He'd be like, no worries, I've got this. Yeah, you'd be... You'd lean back. Could you put... Not your face. Mm. Could you come around and meet like my face? Like a reverse motorboat. 
Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> this is great. It's, it's mathematics. Mathematics, yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Statistical. Okay, so Swanee, are we ready to? Yes, I think so. I don't think we, I don't think we need to focus too much on Kama Sutra Sarah Dutra. She, yeah, she went to jail because she, she was a bad, bad girl. She did. Yeah. A bad did thing. she do her time? She did eighty percent, eighty-five percent, eighty-five percent. That's a pass mark. That's more than. That's a healthy pass mark. It's an A. It's an A. There you go. It's not honours. Is it? Remind you of Gary, who went to jail for ten years and did a year. It's not a contest. I'm just saying she didn't do her time. She did 85% of her time. She did more than Gary did. But that's well, true. So know, many right? of them. John Wayne I, Gacy. I thought 85% yeah. was a fair fair percentage of time. I think it's a fair whack. A lot of them yeah, do. Yeah, and, it's not bad. and therein lies the problem with society. Absolutely. <laughs> no one, no one's going the full yards anymore. We're all, you know, Correct. 85% okay. Can I just read yeah, one I'll last read, thing okay. to you, which I thought was Can so you? cheesy. I, yeah, this yeah, is what somebody, right I can't remember if going to read a book. So the book was called, is called Cold Blooded, uh, and it's for sale for $1.52. Oh, do you know, I think that's <laughs> on much. Amazon. Too I much. I don't even know if it's where it was. It was somewhere called Bookfinder. Is that um, Turkey, 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 is it Turkish Lira? Is it an Oracle version? Because I don't read anymore. No, I yeah. so. Is but it Turkish Lira or US dollars <laughs> or Aussie dollars? Because that's important. But this was the way that they described the story. Karma and, Sutra. Yeah, so this oh. was this, uh, uh, sorry, uh, New York Times bestselling author of The Search for the Green River Killer, Carlton Smith, Cold Blooded. The Green River Killer? Yeah. This is different. No, that's another book he's written. Oh, is, I thought, God, we didn't get to blooded. that. This is a, right. a true story of love, lies. Lies and videotapes. And murder. But when I read it, I, it sounds like it's worth $1.52. This is where it starts. Irresistibly <laughs> seductive. No one ever doubted her. California attorney Larry McNabney was a wealthy and well-connected man, the proud owner of a champion show horse. When his wife, Alyssa, reported him missing in September 2001, she didn't. She claimed after he missing after her, after hitting her after a heated argument and had joined a cult. Full stop. Lethally cunning. No one ever knew her. When Larry's body was found three months later, Alyssa was gone. Driving a red convertible Jaguar, her brown hair bleached blonde, Mrs. McNabney was speeding towards her. Her brown hair bleached blonde. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. McNabney speeding toward a new life in Florida and a new identity. Who was speeding Alyssa McNabney? It. Just doing the speed limit, actually, because we're not going to draw attention to ourselves. She anyway, was well, we are going to pop fugitive. the boot with a dead body in it. Wanted for we're killing her trusted yeah. husband. She, I've never heard this before. She was an, in, an insinuating husband. beauty. What? what does that mean? Uh, she insinuated herself. She was an insinuating That's what classy people call a mole. 38 aliases and a rap sheet, 113 pages long. But in the wake of Alyssa's stunning confession and conviction, there was one more shocking surprise for the poisonous <gasps> black widow. Must be that she killed herself, I presume. So that's it. Sounds wow. like a TV, made-for-TV movie, I think. So I was getting a bit hung up on the fact that it cost $1.52 for the book. <laughs> I bet and I was, I was, at one point I was doing the math and I was going, <laughs> well, what would I pay $1.51 for and is it better or worse than this? And also what would I pay $1.53 for and is it better or worse than this? And then I kind of went, actually, what can you even pay $1.52 for anyway nowadays? And so who cares? Like it's it's loose good value. It's good value. I think you know what you'll be getting for Christmas. Colton's. $1.52. It it might even be cheaper now because this is some time ago. It was was published back in 2004. 
But leading on yeah, from that, right. if you are interested, this case was the I'm basis not. for the made-for-TV movie Lies My Mother Told Me, which aired on Lifetime in 2005. Oh, I knew it. I just said Lifetime movie. Yep. The film starred Jolie yep. Richardson as Alyssa, yeah. Kaylin C. as Sarah Dutra, and young Hayden Panettiere, you know her who's always... Oh, yeah, yeah, as Hayley. Yes, as Hayley. Hayley. Hayden is a girl's name. Oh, yes. Hayley Panettiere. No, no, no. The actress's name is Hayden. I'm assuming it's a woman playing a woman, not a man playing a woman. Hayden. No, it's it's a a girl called Hayden. She's a somewhat well-known actress. Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Yeah, she was in, so, um, somewhat well known. Lost or something? Was she yes, people. that might have been it. Like yeah. Oh, okay. oh was it's it like that one or they spelling. were around that? I don't think it was lost, but it was around that time, wasn't it? Yeah. Ka- anyway. Carla, my nightmares from this point on are going to be pop culture or die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to say, can I find a friend? Because I have no. Oh, I don't but even you know can, what you said. But you'll be fine with that because you can just look online. With maths, you can't look online. That's of course you can. Mm. Heroes maths. was what she was in, not maths. Heroes, it Heroes. was the same yeah. time. Same you're time. Right, you're right. That, Which that I never watched time. it, but it was so big. Lost. Heroes, that's I it. don't even know what yeah, that yeah. is. Same, same. That's, we know you don't know anything, Clarky. It's okay. Yeah. It's like you moved okay. out of Brunswick and no longer had a television. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's exactly that. I do have a small. All right, mm. so shall we sentence people? Yeah, go nuts, Schmitty. Sock your knockers off. Well, I'm definitely not allowing Laren. Laren? Laren. Laren Laryngitis. Laren Sims. Laren Sims. Laren Renee Sims. Laren Sims. She's not allowed to kill herself. I just, I still at this point, I, I get that she was a bit of a fraudster. I get that she was a naughty girl, but I just don't understand why she killed him. Maybe he wasn't a very pleasant person. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, Hay- Hayley suggested. Yep. But... I think you can leave, like, this woman was so altogether. I feel like she wasn't in a position where she was not capable of leaving him. Yeah, I think she, just she could have. I see what you mean. And whether yeah, or not she could have just yeah. left. Like, and she taken her money with her, yeah. Yeah, she was quite tough. So I'm surprised she killed herself. I really am. I did see this, This where's the source? Dr. Todd Grande is a psychologist and he was saying, you know, because people were saying, and he was like, you know, I'm not giving advice, but this is what I think, I think. And he thought that she was only happy to live a certain type of life and that's why he thinks she took her life because it had to come at a certain standard. The lying came naturally. She wasn't particularly bothered by having to be so deceitful. She was sensation-seeking. She loved the life that she lived. It wasn't a hassle for her to have to be lined. That's part of who she was and it never seemed to face her. I feel like someone like that could have rebuilt that. Like she could have gone somewhere else and I I don't know. Like to to Sacramento from Vegas. Yeah. Embezzling in Las Vegas. But she's only 30-something. I'm just surprised she killed herself. I really am. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, she's not allowed to get away with that. I'm going to pop her into our favourite place. Trial by Wine World. Yep. Which part? Well, I think we've got this new part now. And this new part is a bit like Ooh. the very I think we call them worlds. Okay. Just so we stay on brand. Come on, Schmidt. On brand, please. <laughs> Hello. Yes, lands or worlds. At we least don't call lands. Them yeah. They're not parts. <laughs> Continents, well, maybe. Land. It's a new land, land where, <laughs> it, like like with many of my stuff, it's on, on a loop. And she and her friend, Karma Sutra, Sarah Dutra, <laughs> are in a red Jaguar. Yeah. And that feels they like a car totally. Ride. That, 
this is not a ride. <laughs> no one wants to be on this ride. It's just it's a, a loop. Land. It's a loop of the pair of them <laughs> in a red Jaguar convertible with the top down, driving off a cliff. Oh, Louis oh yeah, nice. I'm sure he was a bit of a dick, but I don't think he deserved to be killed. I don't think that his children deserve to have their father taken away. I know he'd had five, four marriages earlier and and he was not a great guy, but but his kids his loved own him. Children, yeah, his, his kids really did, him. and the kids were the ones who were really the, at the forefront of trying to find correct. Him and though they had no right to take him from yeah. the children, you have no right to to take me from That's my right. children. They had no right. I, I can't even understand. I, I, from the beginning of the story, I'm like, what's the motivation? I just mm. don't understand the motivation. If he'd been excessively abusive, maybe I could almost understand it, but I just think it's bullshit. I don't know that I just think- there was a chance for him to be truly that abusive if he if she was leading such a life of freedoms and Correct. luxury, you know what I mean? You know, she's just yeah. been left. It's it's like if it was so you are driving a fucking convertible off a cliff every day, yeah. and you get. It. And by the way, like what we see in Thelma and Louise, they just drive off and then it stops. Yeah. Nah, you're going right down the bottom. You're smashing. You're dying. You're having all the carnage down there, and then you're doing it again the next day. And when when you rewind it, can it be like dragging the needle across the record? So it goes, yeah. 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 and then start again. Yes. Okay, that's my sentence. I leave nice. you with that. Okay, good. Nice. Over to you guys. Bless you. Okay. Well, I've, I'm I'm going to preface this by by um, saying that I've had a day which has been all about people's traumas, big or little. You know, just constantly on the phone trying to help other people through some of their challenges, and and that's okay. That's what I do. But then when I get home and I start drinking wine. I literally have zero sympathy. So that's the me you're getting today. And I understand that this will offend people. But quite honestly, I think anyone who gets married five times and hasn't been killed has got to expect that at some point they're going to get killed. So stop fucking getting married because it's not working for you. And if you can't make that decision, well, so be it. So I'm sick of his whinging already. Her, She's a gold digger. She's out fucking lunching and living the high life and then wants to complain that possibly he treated her badly. There's no evidence of that. And also, if there is, murder shouldn't be the first solution. She doesn't sound like she brought a lot to the relationship. She has told stories of being treated badly, which may or may not be true. But if if it was true, don't murder someone and then cry foul. Like, let's get a bit of perspective on all of this. If if someone is that bad, call it out before it happens. And if they're not, don't call it out in arrears. And and I'm saying that without empathy for her because of the stories that you've just said or the, the... um, movies like, you know, cold-blooded and all that sort of stuff. So it feels like no one fell for her ruse. So I'm, I don't want, and I'm sure people will go, my God, if you're in a domestic violence situation, it's a lot harder than this. Yeah. And I I want to make sure that we're disconnecting 
Yeah, but I don't real... believe she really was in a domestic. That's violence what I'm saying. Situation. I just want to make sure that yeah. we're making that that point that I'm I'm working on the assumption that she wasn't. But she wasn't. Really. She's just talking shit. And and, yeah. and therefore, like you know, all of this is just Carla. With due respect, a whole lot of pop culture shit that I can't deal with because <laughs> some people. <laughs> oh, very dare you? Some I know, oh right? My some, God, some mortally oh, wounded. I'm <laughs> Like an arrow in my heart. I know, I know. But some people have real issues, and like so, so, <laughs> so. Therefore, I'm, I'm sick Giddy to de- I'm sick to death of all, all of them, and I want them all to be behind that red ja- jaguar, tied up like empty cans, like just married style, and driven <laughs> around America, and then driven <laughs> off a cliff. Thelma and Louise style. <laughs> yeah, right. You're, you're back. Problem with me, yep. solved. That's all I've got. I'm, I'm just tired of okay. people's okay. bullshit. Shall I finish up I, with what I think I should do? Go Please. for it. Go, go, go. Well, I, I really had no idea. I hadn't given it any thought, but I've decided to stick with your theme of having them in the red jag. And what I thought I might <laughs> nice. do is, seeing as though these pairs so love each other's company, and I'm talking obviously about uh, Laren Simpson. No one and, and no one. <laughs> Laren Simpson. And not in a liquor way. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. And, and her uh, mum. Kamasutra I mean... Sarah Dutra. I'm going to send them off in the red. <laughs> Stop it, Shwithy. I'm going to send them <laughs> off in the red Jaguar convertible. <laughs> Roof down in the burning heat. And we're going to send them back to my favourite place. Get your little notebook out, please. Lesbos? No. no oh. The fruit basket. The... The fruit, the fruit basket. Fruit basket. And they're is, going to is there a fruit basket in Trial by Wine World? <laughs> they are stuck in the, the fruit, fruit basket. Forever. They are stuck as we were. They cannot. There's nothing to see. The sun is beating down on them. That you can't stop. They're just going to drive around with each other, with no access to fancy, uh, fancy clothes. Even the fancy car, I guess. Fancy clothes. No, leave. nowhere to go no for lunches. a lovely lunch. No one to look at them. No one to get their hair done. Just the pair of them driving around in this sort of. No air conditioning. <laughs> Can it be yeah, a clapped the out jag? I don't mind. I don't, well, I'm, I'm happy. It will be, it after, will be after a while. while. You know what's going to happen? The red paint job is going to really be damaged very quickly by the sun. That's going to really bother them. You know when red <laughs> cars go bad and you go, oh, that yeah. that's an age well. And I don't think yeah, those ladies yeah. are going to age well in that California sun beating down. They're going to look like little almonds driving around the almond Can, they, can <laughs> they have botched um, facial work as well? I think they'll need to, darling, if they've already if they're under that the She's strong just sun. Oh, them under under the sun. That's already yeah. happened. Yeah. No, I think yeah, it'll yeah. happen nice. driving around with the roof off. Yeah, that's my. And there's a problem with the and there's a problem with the heat seeders, so they're on all the time. Oh, it'll yes. be warm. They just cook the bastards. Just cooking, exactly, cooking, you know, cooking. you want the high life. You want mm, the you know the sexy little Let's car. Let's broil them. Do you want to be gal pals? You want to live the high life? Well, okay. Let's you not knock yourself out to I feel like you just did what Schmitty's been doing truth, for truth, a long time, but with words. There's got to be, oh, I think maybe you're right. <laughs> you want to bump I uglies? Gonna, I was going to try they to defend that. They were gal pals. They were gal pals. Thank you, yeah, Schmitty. Yeah, well, good for them. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that was sensational. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what? Really? Love to hear. Are you shocked? It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Carla went... The hack. I love that Twenty just was like, you know what? You could just get in that salad bowl because I experienced five hours of it. (laughs) I know how interminably awful it is. You are stuck there in the worst form of purgatory ever. Get in there, bitches. Bring it on, bitches. (laughs) Two men enter, one man leave. Two men enter, one man leave. It's like the Thunderdome. Yeah. Although they won't be, um, they won't go hungry. 
As your notes for bedtime tonight suggest, a third of the produce, fresh produce in the US, comes from the fruit bowl. The salad bowl. Oh, the salad oh, bowl. Where's my book? Where is my book? Get your notebook. I need now. to scribble it down. My book of uninteresting notes. Love it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Swanee, brilliant job. Brilliant job. Good job, everyone. And as we say every week, miss you already. Ciao, ciao, lovely ciao, people. Bye. Ciao, ciao for now, now. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, trial by wine, or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.